Hello, hello. Welcome to the Change With Him Real Robert Dean podcast. I am Sarah and I'm a bit emotional today. Uh, I had one of my previous clients reply to an email that I send out um, to my list. So if you're not on my email list, I suggest you just go to www.read-write-your-life.com and download your freebie. And that way you get on my list. Uh, then you'll get all my emails. And uh, this one that was sent out was a very personal, very intimate one. It was titled, It Almost Didn't Happen. Thank you, Lord, for saving my son. And I just opened up and I, I just shared. I shared the real, raw, vulnerable truth of what I went through last year. And uh, the, the nothing short of a miracle, God working glory of his transformation, his love for us. So it's a picture of my daughter and I at my last midwife appointment and she's got a stethoscope on and she's, she's asking how it works and she wants to hear my heart. She wants to hear baby Zay's heart and <laughs> she's trying to hear her heart. And it really is the cutest picture ever. And over that, it says miracle maker and the email, I'm going to share that with you and then share one of the responses that came through. Um, I don't know if I'm just a little bit emotional today because it's Valentine's day um, I was just blown away with the card that my husband gave me. If you guys have been following my story for a while, you know that we found out after six weeks of dating that we were pregnant. I didn't know if it was actually his or the other guy that I had just cut off the relationship with. Uh, but either way, I was with child and uh, knew I was convicted by the Holy Spirit that the other guy that I was with was not the one and it had to end uh, mostly for a number of reasons, but mostly because of the spiritual differences. He did not believe that Jesus is God. He believed that Jesus is the son of God, but more like biological, logical son. Uh, and that was always, always a problem from the beginning of our relationship. And uh, my now husband, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> uh, I, I knew it was him, but there was still a lot I was afraid of. Um, I didn't know him. And we were married less than three months after our first date. <sighs> different episodes speak to different parts of our story when it comes to that. But this is our first Valentine's Day together. And I got a card from him this morning that just brought me to tears. It, it said in there exactly what I needed to hear. <sighs> it told me that he's so excited for me to be the mother of his son and that there's no one else in the world he'd rather be doing this with. And when a relationship moves this quick, there's a lot of questions, a lot of opportunities for the enemy to come in and get inside your head and have you question and have you wonder and have you doubt uh, if, if this was and is the way it's all supposed to work out. And those were questions that I could hear. Uh, they were answers that I I just tried, I handed over God. I trusted God with, I was like, God, I don't like this because I don't like this feeling inside of me. But the question was, would he have chosen me? Would he have actually chosen me? Had we not gone through what we went through? Would he have still wanted to be with me if I didn't get pregnant so quickly? If I didn't put him through everything he went through? Um, because I revealed to him the truth. I didn't know if it was his son or not. And it broke my heart to face the truth of the decisions that I had made that led to 
his pain to my pain to the pain of a lot of other people involved who knew what was going on. And this email that I sent shared the story of that. And it shared the story of God's love. Hearing our son's heartbeat is nothing short of a miracle. So reading those words that my husband wrote, my first Valentine's Day card from him that said, there's no one else in the world I'd rather do this with. And it just brought me to tears. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my gosh, it was an answer that I needed to hear from a question that he didn't know I was asking. And that's how God works. God gives us questions to answers that we might not even be asking. And when we're just trusting that God makes a way and God has a plan and saying, you are my man, you are my man, God. I'm so grateful for the man who was my husband, but even more grateful, I am I'm grateful for the love of God because it's his love that's gotten all of us through all of this. <laughs> so in the email that I shared, it says, hearing his heartbeat is nothing short of a miracle. <sighs> Then it says, did you see my latest post and blog? It's a really personal one, one that most wouldn't share. To hear his heartbeat is nothing short of a God thing. Just over five and a half months ago, I first I took the first day of pills to begin the termination process for this pregnancy. And I thank God for his way over mine and the power of truth to defeat lies. It was the lies and sin that I was living with that led me to that decision then. And I'm very aware of how wrong it is. But the enemy has a powerfully strong grip. And I'm able to share now for the mercy and grace that he gives there's no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. And even though I was deep into scripture, when I saw the picture of those two pink lines after not feeling quite right, the enemy led me to a heavy, heavy line that led me to almost completely taking his life. Isaiah 59. But your iniquities have separated you from your God. Your sins have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear your hands are stained with blood, your fingers with guilt, your lips have spoken falsely, and your tongue mutters wicked things. No one calls for justice. No one pleads a case with integrity. They rely on empty arguments. They utter lies. They conceive trouble and give birth to evil. <sighs> These verses stuck out and they wouldn't let go. And this can be what happens when you're experiencing chokehold. No matter how much inner work you've done, you can feel like that's it. You're done. Might as well give it all up for the battle is already won. And thank God these words are true, but the inverse of what the enemy calls truth. It had been years since I dated since the ex and wasn't prepared for what came next. Within two months, found myself with two men like, OMG, what the heck? <laughs> I told myself I deserved it. Just let loose and have some fun for once. But it was the kind of fun that went against his word and for what it's worth led to so much hurt, led to hiding, led to shame, led to calling out his name and wondering where he was to save me from myself, thinking that he wasn't sending any help. All the stories from my past came massively and rapidly flooding black, 
back when I realized I'd do this all again, but now not know who the father is. I heard the enemy step in and whisper, you don't have to do this. Are you really going to put yourself through this again? Haven't you already learned your lesson? How difficult it is to raise a child on your own after all the ways you've healed and grown. Are you really going to put yourself and your daughter through this again? There's a way for this all to end. And he showed me flashbacks and visions of everything I went through and the battle with her dad who chose to step completely out of the picture and the nightmare that was the battle of the court system. I can't do this. I believed and I thought that God had agreed. You're a failure. You'll never succeed. Yeah, you were able to pull out of it once, but look at all that took. You're really going to do it all over again? I can't. I heard It was hell, and almost impossible the first time. It led me to wanting to take my own life. I know, and now look. Just look at you. You see, this is what the enemy will do. He'll get you to look at you and see your sin and have you believe you're defined by it. The enemy is out to deceive and destroy, even if it means a life, and it always means a life. But our God came to free and to save and to make the most incredible way. A way through anything, a way through everything, a way that we can see through our decision to believe nothing is impossible with God. He'll always make a way through. And that's the relationship he's calling you into. He put the right people in my path at just the right time to turn everything around, including one of those men who's now my husband. (laughs) There's nothing that our God won't do to step in and save you from your sin. For you are his child. Just like this little man is about to be mine. Also in Isaiah 12, 1 through 2, complete transformation. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, For though you were angry with me, your anger turned away, that you might comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid, for the Lord God is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation. (sighs) And I share that this was part of the change that inspired in my new God-led monthly membership. (sighs) We go live every Thursday. Tomorrow's Thursday, if you're hearing this today, (laughs) on Valentine's Day. But one of the responses I received was from one of my past clients, and it just brought brought me to tears. I mean, all of this does. It's very rare that I don't cry a day in the life of living with God. And it's shared... Sarah, first of all, congratulations on your marriage and what a story. So raw and vulnerable. You are courageous to share. Thank you for being the light we need in this world. The truth hurts and it's inspiring or can be all at the same time. The truth is sad and wonderful and God is great. Your story helped me integrate this a little deeper. And I love that I know you and you changed my life in a small way and also in a huge way. It's both. 
I love our friendship that I feel even though I'm a client. I remember listening to Marianne Williamson say something like, when times are tough, we fall to our knees and turn to God. The problem is that we get back up and we think we can do it on our own. I am living my life in faith and going day to day. I have the luxury of listening to my soul and acting upon it freely. And I'm trying to do that because when I do, I am at peace. And not that I'm sharing this with you to correct what she shared, but what she meant to spirit. Because our soul is our will, our emotions, our plan, our way. And we'll never feel peace when we follow that way. But I know what she meant. (laughs) She meant her spirit. Because that's connected to the spirit of God. Our soul is our ego. It's our own desires, our own thoughts, our own dreams outside of God, but not necessarily a bad thing. But she goes on to share, I'm starting to slay my ego with more consistency and strength. It truly is about myself and God first. And I just want to lovingly encourage you to put first things first, especially when you're coming out of an emotionally abusive or unavailable time where you had that time with yourself, that time believing lies such as was her story and mine. When you're coming out of that, it's easy to fall into the self-help, self-development, self-healing trap and put yourself first and use language that says it truly is about myself and God first. And I invite you to put that in reverse and to always put God first and say it truly is about God first and take care of yourself. But we can only ever take care of ourselves and see ourselves the way God sees us if we're looking to him, keeping our eyes fixed on him. She shared, I have heard you say that before, but I think I always put my kids first. It doesn't work that way. It just doesn't. I laughed at your story of how you had two guys and thought, it's my turn to have fun. Oh, I would do the same, Sarah, (laughs) because it's human and we are good people and it feels like we need a break sometimes and we care about others in the world and people around us seem reckless and yet seem to do fine. However, I'm sure that's not true as my faith grows. I just resonate with where you were coming from deeply. I get it. I love you for being authentic and truth-telling despite any judgments because you were so solid with God and that really matters most. And that's what brought me to tears because I think sometimes it's easy for the enemy to get inside and have us question. But God is the solid rock we stand on. When all else is sinking sand, when everything else around us will not stand, when everything else around us is quicksand. And it just felt good to read those words. You were so solid with God and that really matters most because it's true. It does matter most. It doesn't always feel true that I'm solid, so solid with God. (laughs) Although I do wake up every day 
and pray and give praise and hand it back over to him, the gift that today is. And it was such a gift (laughs) to experience this, this love today that's not just on Valentine's Day, but the love that we get to be in every single day because of who God is every day, because he never, ever, ever changes his ways, because his love is unchanging and unending. And knowing that and believing that and having solid faith and trust in that is what matters most. And not just on a holiday, Hallmark holiday, like some people call Valentine's Day, but each and every day. And she shared, I had a dream And Jesus was straight in front of me. I think he was saying, follow me. I'm here. It was just last week that I had that dream, and I will never forget it, ever. I asked for a sign that God was here, slash around. Then the dream happened. I pray for a man to come in my life, a man capable of love. I haven't had that in a quote, non-narcissistic slash or unconditional way, as you know. A part of me has resigned that if I'm alone forever, that's okay, because I have found peace. And I just smiled, because we find peace when we find Jesus. We have peace when we have Jesus. And that just filled my heart more than candies can fill a box. My daughter, my husband got my daughter a box of candies this morning and she opened them. It was a heart-shaped box filled with candy, but Jesus's peace and love fills us more than Hershey's can fill those boxes with candies. (laughs) And it's much, much, much more satisfying. Like you, I earn for a little bit more and I trust that if it's meant to be, it will be in divine timing. There's the key there that she shared. I now trust. And those three little words are the key to trusting it will be. It will all be okay. It will all be perfect. It will all be like Ecclesiastes says it will be beautiful in its time. And its time is the divine time, is God's time, is the timing of the Holy Spirit who knows and is in you when you've accepted Christ Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. I just love that line she shared. I now trust If it's meant to be, it will be in divine timing. And that is a beautiful line that she shared of surrendering, of letting go and letting God. And there's an incredible worship song that says, I let go and I let God be my vision, my faith and song and not my will but yours be done. I surrender my rebel heart. And that rebel heart is that, is what she said earlier in the email, is getting back up after God has stood us up from how we fell down and then thinking we can do it on our own. That's the rebelness within us that we show. And thank you, Jesus, that you are so forgiving, so loving, so kinding, that your love is unending. 
that you always, always, always care for us, love us, and make a way for us. And it's up to us to trust. And I love that she shared this line. I now trust. If it's meant to be, it will be. That is saying, God, I trust in your will. I trust in your way. And I trust that you make a way. That it's not up to me. I don't have to. (laughs) I can stop skinning my knees trying to bushwhack my way through trying to figure out or make a way that it will be in divine timing. And in our work together, she shared so many God moments, so many miracles, because he is the maker of miracles. She shared about how she got her house and how things were working out and how she did ask God for signs. And he always showed up every time. And sometimes just like she shared, He'll show up in a G- in a dream, <laughs> and he'll be standing right in front of me. I haven't had that happen. That's pretty amazing, and I just love that she asked for that, and, and he came, and he answered, because he does answer every prayer, because he deeply, 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 deeply cares, more than we'll ever know, more than we'll ever feel like we're worthy of being cared for, and he does. She finished her her email with saying, anyway, I'm not sure why I'm reaching out other than to say I'm so happy for you and also thank you for being in my life, even if for a moment. Sarah, thank you for being a wonderful mom and being there for me when I really needed it. I hope you always keep in touch and I will always wish you the very best with love and light. And then she shared her name. there's nothing 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 like sharing the love of God and the things that God has brought you through and the ways that he's made a way through and that is part of what I love about what I get to do And there are challenges, there are definitely ups and downs to working for yourself. If you work for yourself, you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) It's not always easy, especially when you've given everything over to God and you've said it's all yours. And I choose to live for you. I choose to follow you. I choose to put my complete hope and faith and trust in you in everything I do. Lord, I choose to be led and guided and directed by you. Lord, I choose to follow your ways, not the world's way. I choose to praise your name each and every day. And thank you, Lord, that you've made a way. And thank you that I can come to you with everything I'm going through. Father, you're so, so, so good. I don't feel that I deserve you, but Lord, thank you that it's not up to my feelings. It's up to you. (laughs) And when you see me, you see your son, Jesus. And there's nothing I can't ask for in your name and trust that you receive and trust that you give, and trust that you bless. So thank you for that, Lord. You are the solid rock I stand on. And I love that there's another worship song. I can't remember who it is. The solid rock I stand on. Who is it? Is it Toby Mac that sings that? Anyways, it's so good. Oh my gosh, you guys. (laughs) So amazing. And so incredible. And I cannot wait to hold our baby boy, who is nothing short of a miracle. Um, 
So thank you for listening. Thank you for being a follower, a listener. And more than anything, I pray that you are a follower of Jesus, that you are a listener to his spirit, the Holy Spirit. And you ask and then you listen to hear the way he's speaking to you. I shared this on Instagram this morning. I was leaving the gym we, uh, with my husband. We went to a stretch class this morning. No more yoga, no more yoga, no more yoga, no more yoga. But we did go to a stretch class. It was just stretching. It actually, like, I looked into that and I'm like, okay, cannot be involved in yoga. No way, no how. Uh, and it was a simply stretch class. So we were leaving that. And then I saw gas station prices. They were $3.33. And I was like, oh, I see you. I see you, Lord. <laughs> I see you, Holy Spirit. And it, it made me think of the verse Jeremiah 33, 3, because it was the 3, 33. And a lot of people call that angel numbers. I know that's the Holy Spirit telling me he's with me. <laughs> I actually got on Udemy, my one of my Boundary Busters courses <laughs> was 111 people have purchased it today. And I'm like, oh my God. Look at that. <laughs> I don't know how you make a way, but I know you will. And so I had to share Jeremiah 33.3 because the gas prices were $3.33. Call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things that you do not know. And I had to share. God is always speaking to us, even through gas prices. <laughs> so I would love to know what ways God is speaking to you today uh, and pray Jeremiah 33 over your life today to have him come into your life. And if you haven't accepted Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior and gotten out of the story that, oh, that's so good for you and <sighs> looking at others to make a way for you. There's a way that only he can make, and it's in and through your faith. I pray that you do that today. And if you're interested in working together and getting to the core and the root of what it is that your belief system says internally and subconsciously about you, because often those can be blocks and barriers to letting his love pour in and flow through you. I would love to connect with you. You can find out more about working together, working privately at that same website. There will be a link in the description um, in the show notes. It's just www.sarahpacaro.com or re-write-your-life. So rewrite your life, but there's dashes in between. I love you guys and I'm praying for you and thank you. And more than anything, happy Valentine's Day. I hope you feel the love of God moving through you today because it's there. And if you don't feel that it's there, that's because we're not called to feel. We're called to trust. <laughs> we're called to walk by faith and not by sight. They're not by what we see, but what is unseen. And there's trust there. Just another quick little story. So my husband went out last night and got balloons and flowers for my daughter and for me too. I was not expecting that at all, but I told him, hey, I didn't have time to grab her anything. Would you mind just running out really quick? And so he did that last night after karate. Um, he had <laughs> balloons and flowers and a card and little gifts for, for her and some for me. And 
she's so beautiful. But this morning to surprise her, I held her hand as she walked down the stairs and I said, close your eyes or something for you downstairs. So we're walking and it was just so beautiful because she said, okay, mom, you got to tell me, make sure I don't run into anything. And it was such a special feeling because she did keep her eyes closed and I know she didn't peek. (laughs) I could tell by her expression when she opened them, but it felt incredible to know that I was holding her in my right hand and she trusted me to guide her and to not walk her into anything that would hurt her. And of course it was just to see flowers and balloons, but I had this image that that is the way that God is with us. And that's what a scripture and his word says he is at our right hand. He is holding our hand and he is safely guiding us and leading us to the most incredible, beautiful prizes and gifts. Not so much prizes, but gifts. When we open our eyes, we get to see, but it is that walking and moving and stepping forward by faith. Her eyes were closed, so it wasn't by what she could see. It was that she trusted me and I was leading and guiding her by holding her with my right hand. And that is what scripture says, the way that God leads, guides us and directs us. So I pray For you and everyone out there who might be listening to this today or in the future, that you just trust and you put your faith and you put your belief in that. And if you need some help and support with that, I would love to talk about working together to do just that. I love you guys and happy Valentine's Day. I'll talk to you soon.